0: Welcome to Episode 79 of the Football United vs Soccer City podcast. Firstly, I'd like to sincerely thank all of the interviewees, listeners and the football community of the Illawarra, Australia and around the world who download this podcast. Additionally, I'd like to say thank you to the brilliant people who contribute, comment and reminisce on the social media pages. Ross Emmonton is our interviewee in Episode 79. Ross was born in 1947 and grew up on Wallace Road, Fern Hill. He had a love of football and in 1957 he joined Bowgownie Junior Soccer Club. After one year at Bowgownie, he then joined Tarawana Junior Soccer Club. This move was significant and cannot be understated as Ross is still involved today with Tarawana Junior Football Club and the Tarawana Blueies Football Club. Across eight decades, Ross has either played, coached and or been a committee member with the juniors and has played, coached and or been a committee member with the senior club, which he helped reform in 1967 along with other great Tarawana people. And in these eight decades, Ross additionally played senior football with Balambi, Fernhill and Bowgownie Rangers. Plus, he coached at Bowgownie Rangers was a committee member of the Illawarra Women's Soccer Association for a year, coached a women's team at Fernhill Soccer Club in the mid-1980s and was an assistant coach with an Illawarra women's team who played in Sydney in the 1980s. Ross is extremely modest about his abilities and achievements. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to his great journey and respect his energy and love for his Blueies. I would like to sincerely thank Ross for the time he gave up in recording this interview, the materials he let me scan, and for allowing me into his home. Please enjoy episode 79. Welcome everybody to the Football United vs Soccer City podcast. I'm here in the beautiful suburb of Tarawana, and I'm here with my very, very special guest, Ross Emmerden. Ross, thank you and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Travis, mate. Uh, It's it's great to be here and to listen to you. I've listened to all your things you've done for us and um, very, very pleasing.
0: So uh, we'll get straight into your football journey. Um, You've been in a game quite a long time and achieved quite a lot. Um, You were born in 1947. Uh, where did you grow up and, and what was your first memory of football?
1: Yeah, well, I haven't left Tarawana. I, uh, I'm born in Wall- Wallace Road, Tarawana. Oh, F- Fernell is probably called. And um, I haven't really left. I've just uh, moved around a little bit. I've been married once or twice <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I, and then I moved up to new estate in Tarawana, right next to the soccer field, because that's me love. I uh, love the soccer field.
0: And uh, when you're growing up um, in the area here in the 50s, uh, what's your first memory of soccer that you can, that comes to mind?
1: Well, um, we, I started playing under 10s with Balgiani. Uh, that's, that's where it, it kind of come about because in them days with, when you were a kid, what you did, you just played Cowboys and Indians. <laughs> that's what you did, right? Or, or uh, raised things in the, in the gutter type of thing. You know? So that was, was, was a different era now. Where there's no iPads or whatever, yeah. and that so um, yeah, so I of that's when I jumped into soccer at Bowgowney under tens.
0: And what do you remember of that first year in under tens at Bowgowney? Because that would have been um, uh, that was '57, and that would have been, I think, one of the first uh, one or two years of Bowgowney's the juniors starting as as an official club. So what do you recall of that year?
1: Yeah, well, the main the, the best thing then then me is as a Belgani was when uh, when you had, had a gala day yeah and it was unbelievable you know you can never forget that you know cuz after uh, after that yeah, I just play, I only played one year belgany because we um we we uh, we moved to Tarawana after that and, and uh, played juniors at Tarawana so uh no, it was it was really good And I was just I was just going through a photo this morning there uh, where some of the guys I still remember their names, type of thing, from that from that era.
0: Yeah. So, who were some of the the players or or coaches that you you played with in that year?
1: Yeah. Well, the, the one of the guys was um, Terry Waterman. Yep. His dad was the coach. Uh, I forget the other coach's name. And there's Dennis Keenan. Um, there was a Kevin March goalkeeper yeah. and, you know, Kevin, everyone knows Kevin as a referee now that type of thing so um, yeah, this, uh, Eddie Crow were, um, yeah it's incredible how you can you remember them and, and they, they all kind of grew up in Tarawana too all them people
0: In that first year at Bowgownie um, from my reading of, of you as a player you're more of an attacking player did you what position did you play in that first year can you recall
1: well, I think I've always I've always played up front, striking. Yep. I've always i played up there. I was, I was I was I was all right, I suppose. I was just just average, you know. But uh, yeah. So I don't think I've ever played at defence.
0: Just um, uh, just up up front. And like you said, um, you had that one year with um and and you enjoyed the gala days. And then in 1958, Tarawana Junior Soccer Club started and and you joined their under 12 team. So um from what you remember um was that just a matter of I live in Tarawana and and now that they've got a team I'm joining it.
1: Yeah, that's right, but it, w- it was on under, under 10s. Okay. Because I think when I was at Belgarni it was under 10s but I was only 9. Ah, uh, okay. And that's how and in, in them days you played in odds. Okay. You know, 10s, 12s, 14s, yep. like that type of thing. So um uh, yeah, so it was under 10s at Tarawana. I can't really remember who the coach was at all, but...
0: And uh, as as uh, the listeners wouldn't have seen the picture that you showed me, the Gowney at that time were playing in the black and white quarters for shirts and, and the white shorts. So when you joined Tarawana in those uh, in the late 50s there in the Junior Soccer Club, um, what was their playing strip? What was their yeah, shirt? Yeah, well it,
1: theirs was blue with, with a V. Ah, white white V, yeah. A, a white V, yeah, type of thing, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so I've still, I've got a picture in the garage of yeah. Mickey Johnson when he um, when he played and yeah. his mum kept it for him and a little picture out right there on, on the blue on the white V.
0: And what are your recollections? Because you played junior football or junior soccer there from fifty eight to sixty five um, with Tarawana Junior Soccer Club. So what do you recall about those years? Some of your teammates and 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 some of the the memories of of games or, or trophies
1: won yeah it's uh it's really hard because <laughs> i'm an old fart now so <laughs> it's really hard going back with the juniors but the most important one i remember is in um uh, when we won the grand final in the under 18s you know i went right through then till till then and that's i can always remember that because we had we had a really good top side and we won the grand final Yep. and then um that's that's when then after the under 18s, that's when we kind of disbanded because there was yep. no tower on the seniors. Yep, and that so then I um I went to Bulimby after that.
0: So that under 18s team in '65, where you won the grand final and and had a very strong team. Do you recall a couple of the players or or the coach in, in that team?
1: Well, uh, well my uh, my mate was uh, Kenny Landigan. Yep, was the bull, and he could have played for Australia, but. Yep. He just let let himself go, you know, type of thing. You know, he's passed away now, bull, but um, but he, he was a great player. Um, we, we had we had um, oh, Cole Shannon, the goalkeeper, he had, yeah. a, had a lot lot of good players, type of thing. I'm just trying to think of someone else. Um, Alan Johnson, you know, he, he was he was a good player too. He was good too. So um, yeah, no, no it was uh, it was, it was a good side.
0: And although uh, a long time ago, um. Uh, did it seem a little bit strange to you that, okay, why haven't we got a senior team, or it was just no, nah, we haven't got a team, and now I've got to find another club?
1: Yeah, well, that, that's that, that's weird because um, that's when I was I was on the committee of the juniors all them years, type of thing. Yeah, and that and then um, and then some for some reason we um, uh, Stan Gill from Ballamby. Yep. Uh, Tony Tony Gill, everyone knows Tony. Yeah. his Is is dad? He's passed away now. Uh, Stan. But um, I went down there and played, um, played with Boulambi. I played ha- uh, half a season in first grade, then, then I was in reserve grade. But they, Stan Gill, and with the help of the, the Bull, Ken Landrigan and David Poole and a few others from the Committee of Terror, we um, formed a senior club and, that, and played over the school ground. So um, that, that's how we come about getting our, our senior team going.
0: So that, that um, year in Boulambi, like they were in the the old Premier League which was the first division and they were a strong club at that time in, in like you said it was I think it was 66 so uh, it was you know the likes of Robert Banks and, and some of those guys were they coming through at that point when you joined them
1: yeah yeah they were a great side they were a great side and uh, like Tony Gill yeah um, Fritzy Heaven is not with us no more uh, people like that, you know, um
0: Graham Cram the goalkeeper yeah you know they'll they they the top side. So was it a, although you only had one year there and you played a bit of first grade, um, how did you take to senior football? Because at the time it was a strong league. Um, you'd come out of under eighteen, so uh, as a young striker, did you uh, find it hard against the men, or you just worked your ass off and and did what you had to do?
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 I As I say, I worked my ass off for sure, mate. That's, um, and the, the, the training was good and um. Yeah, it was, um, it was hard to say, you know, but uh, with, with the eight the 18 side was good and you get competitive, you know, type of thing. So then, um, then when, when I moved to, to play the league like that, so, um, it was, um, yeah, I know, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of different, I suppose. Yeah. You know, but then it got, got us full because it was, they were in the first division league. There's no Premier League. They were first yeah. division. And then when Tarawana started, they were in second division. So yeah. I come back. And it was a lot easier, yeah, type of thing. So, um, and we had we had a pretty good, not a bad side.
0: Was it during that um, uh, '66 uh, season that you're playing with Balambi that was that when you were talking to a couple of blokes? Uh, you mentioned a couple of blokes before, Ken Landrigan, Stan Gill. Uh, did you sort of have talks during the year about them and say, oh? Why can't we start a senior club? Is is that what happened during the year, or was it at the end of the year that you thought? stuff No, it was probably probably, yeah,
1: probably mid, mid the end of the year. Was yep. we started doing that type of thing. Um, I think I might be mistaken, but I, I don't know if I'm, I'm getting confused a little bit because I remember somewhere along the line I had a kind of year with Fernhill. Okay, I, 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 I don't know. If it was before Blambi or after Blambi. Now yeah. I just I just can't remember that because I remember um. Phil Murphy, yeah. Phil Murphy a great mate of mine because I've got I've got two scrapbooks that Murphy <laughs> did all the time, and that so um, and somehow I, somehow I played down there. I, I just can't remember when and how what what it was. Now you know, but yeah,
0: he could he could score a goal like yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, form. no, no, he, he was good. Ian Macon, yeah, another bloke down there, you know. So um, I remember I just had one year, but, but I don't know it was before Blamby or after Blamby. Now that's the only that's the only thing I've kind of misunderstood.
0: But obviously, um, you'd had a thought in your mind, and others agreed with you, and and you thought we need to, you know, bring back Tarawana Soccer Club. So yeah. obviously, you are a younger bloke at that point in time, so you're probably early twenties. So um, quite unusual for a for a bloke in his early twenties to to reform a soccer club and and do all those sort of steps with, I guess, the old IDSA and the district and whatnot so was it a hard task yeah putting yeah, that was, all together
1: it was we got we, we, um, we got we, we had a couple of good people on on the junior committee okay and that you know and that kind of kind of helped us out along. um yeah and with with the hand, with dave pool and, uh, and ken landigan you know they um and there's i just can't remember some of the names that uh, johnny johnny call yep. guys like that john lawson you know they're not with us no more but Guys like that, they were on the junior committee, and they they had kids playing in the juniors. Well, they come help the senior committee, so what? they could
0: see that you know there's a group of young people here in Tarawana need a senior club. They're going to come through. Yeah. Let's let's create it.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's right too. Yeah, so that that's how we kind of got it started, and we're at
0: Tarawana School, and so. Obviously, at that point in time, the juniors played there, so that was the only obvious ground that the seniors could play. Player, yep, yep, that's right. Yep. Apart from potentially ground sharing, so yep, we were there for about uh, four years. Before we talk about um, the senior football, at Tarawana and and the rebirth of the club, which you know has a has a great history in itself. You know, the Tarawana Sweethearts in the early nineteen hundreds and and being a strong club in the 20s and 30s. When you were growing up as a young boy and then as a teenager, can you talk us through uh, other other senior clubs that you would go and watch or other football that you are watching at the time?
1: Well, after, when I must have been about 18 or something, I was 17, 18, I'd go and watch South Coast United. Yep. And uh, we'd go there every week. Yep. Every, every home game they played there, they'd probably sneak around the back sneak in. <laughs> because uh, I always remember going and watch, uh, watching them win the grand final in Sydney. Oh, wow. They won 4-0. In 63, yeah. yeah they won that. And uh, Dennis Patterson. Um, so so it, was, it was unreal.
0: So did you have a... Before we get on to some players, can you tell the listener about the old balls, Paddy? Because it's slightly it's it's in a different spot to where it is now yeah what was it like when you had a a big club like yugle or arpia um come and play what was the crowds like what can you recall of how it felt to be amongst you know three to six thousand people
1: oh it was unbelievable mate unbelievable i remember once there we used to have long hair and there was a picture in the Mercury. With four, four, four young blokes at the back, and I was one of them <laughs> came in the Mercury. I still, got, I still got the picture, <laughs> and that, and then, uh, but uh, we we lived for it because it was unbelievable, and the soccer was great. The crowd, the crowds were good, you know, and I remember not only not only for South Coast, but like Balambi played big games out there
0: in the state. Yeah.
1: Play, Tarawana played a grand final out there against Fig Tree,
0: wow,
1: and that, and and then and then them days, you know. So, um, no, it was un, unbelievable.
0: And yourself, uh, favourite South Coast United players that sort of, even though you'd go and watch the games, did you have a couple of blokes that you really liked or enjoyed watching, or even opposition players?
1: Well, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy Kelly was brilliant. Yeah, Graham Barnett. Yeah, Graham Barnett was great. Dennis Patterson played there. Yeah, you know uh, Barry Salisbury. Yeah, you know, or Pat Woods. Yeah. But it was guys like that, you know, they were, they were, they were exceptional.
0: Like I said before, big clubs like Yugo, Apia, um, that had some, some big players. So uh, could you believe the sort of the away support that would come with them and, and you know, the Baumgartners? And... Well, I was just going to
1: mention uh, yeah. Baumgartner, he was freaking brilliant.
0: Yeah, and, but... and what made him a, a great player? Like you've seen him live and I've only read... Report, yeah. so why was he such a quality guy? Oh, player? just on the
1: ball, he yeah. Can, he can do anything,
0: yep.
1: You know, um, there was, there was another, I don't know, Paul McGarry, Ron I McGarry, th- the striker, yeah. I think, I don't know if he played with South Coast or he played with Bell. I know, he I remember watching played him with both, he played with South Coast Bal-Gowney and Bell Gowdy because Bell Gowdy used to go and be a ball boy sometimes, okay. And he, um, he'd take a penalty and you'd yeah. aim, aim the foot one way, yeah. but the ball yeah. would go the other way. Wow. And I've always, always, always... I was trying to teach kids to do that, you know? But... Um, and there was there was a goalkeeper I, I loved, um, played out there. I just forget his name. He was, uh, he was brilliant. Yeah, he could played for a Sydney George team. George
0: Ramage, Wilf Billington. No, no, he played for another Sydney oh, okay.
1: team. Oh, I forget he, he, was, he was a hero. I forget, I forget his name now, pretty. But, um, yeah, so, you know, different players, you see. It's unreal. Because
0: at that time... Um, uh, it wouldn't be stretching the truth to say that the Sydney League, which South Coast United and, and Gowny and Carmel and Wanoona were all a part of at different stages, that, that it was probably the top tier of football in Australia at that point. Victoria could probably lay claim to that a little bit. So you were watching yeah. the best of the best players, weren't you? We, oh, yeah. Every yeah. second week.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, it was unreal. The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole system was really good.
0: Going back to that sixty-three grand final, do you have any memories of how you got up there, the game itself, and and what you recall of the crowd that day?
1: Well, I think I think we went in. A, I think there was thirty odd thirty thousand. Yep. Yeah, it was a, oh, it was so a record forget, for a long time. Yeah, I forget the name of the ground. We won four nil. I remember going on the park and um, shaking Graham Barnett's hand. Oh wow! Shaking his hand because I I loved him because he was a, he was just one of them players. He he, he wasn't. Ball skills brilliant, yeah. But he's just a goer, you know. Probably, yep. probably like you
0: drove, you know. So, but he was, he was,
1: he was brilliant, you know. And uh, and I always, always remember that.
0: At that point in time, uh, I'd say you're probably around the sort of 16, 17 mark when you're watching that grand final. Was, it, was it a huge thing for the area? Like when you came back, there was buses going up. There was a huge Illawarra contingent. Was it? Was it a huge thing from a newspaper radio perspective in the town when oh, you're yeah. coming back? Well,
1: so in them days we had we had F- Phil Murphy. He was he was the best mate. That's we had soccer
0: every time
1: I got scripts here of, of the grand finals when we played Fig Tree. Every day in the paper there was soccer. Something yeah. to do with soccer. We had a we had a thing over at Coramwell Pub where all these girls come up and we did this competition with the, the fig tree guys and yeah. Stuff like that, you know <clears throat> but you don't you don't see him that no more. And Steve Sowry, I'm on Facebook with Steve Sowry, and he, yeah. he, he was talk, he was showing the fig tree guys the other day, and that and I said, yeah. So Steve, I says, soccer's not the same now, mate. Yeah. What what, what it used to be the atmosphere and you know like the, the the crowds and things like that. You know, it's just it's just all changed. What can you do, mate?
0: Yeah, and he was saying there that you were uh, were ball boy. So did you know someone at the club, or you just asked to be ball boy and and what was it like? Uh, what were some of uh, the Balgowny games or plays that you can recall?
1: Well, I'd go to every balgany game, not not ball, ball all the time. I, was, yep. I, was, I can't remember how many times I did that, but we'd we'd go behind the goals. Yep. Because because the ground yep. now and the ground was pushed For, back. It was further north. Yeah. Further north, you know. So, um, and then we mate Kenny Landing. He played he played at Balgowny because he was he was good, you know.
0: Although the crowds weren't as big. Um, at Ball's Paddock, as they were at Balgowny Sports Ground, as it was known then, uh, still packed in some, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of thousand to yeah, watch because, games. Yeah,
1: because all all stand around the fence, yep. and they had their, had the shed, the old shed. Yeah, The old shed was there, so <laughs> yeah, so that was good. That was that was good.
0: Back to your senior career, like you said, yeah, you, you had a a little stint there at Balambi and a little stint at Fern Hill. but. Uh, you started with amongst a group of other men, um, and probably women as well, um, the Tarawana Senior Club back in 67. Do you recall uh, those 67, 68, those early years, what it was like to then go out into the field of Tarawana Public School grounds, uh, and then what was it like being back there in the senior colours?
1: Oh, it was unreal, mate. Unreal. I always remember that, because I remember uh, one of the years, I can't remember which year it was, i I scored thirty eight goals that year type oh, of thing. Hey. So uh I never did it after that. <laughs> that was about <laughs> it. And uh yeah, and, and then just at the same time too, it was hard there because people had just come in and you didn't you didn't charge enough, you know? Yeah. And we used to have the old pie cart. Yeah. The old pie cart there and sell pies, they were beautiful. And we had um, two brawls over the over the over the couple oh, of wow. years. Oh, it was pretty bad, we had to get the cops. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I won't mention names who they were. But uh yeah, so
0: and yourself, like you said before, you'd, you'd played there with Bolambi and Fernhill in the first division. You come back to second division, it was a bit easier. So obviously, you're a, you're a humble bloke and, and very modest, but you obviously had a bit of talent. If you're scoring 38 goals, regardless if it's second division, you obviously could find the net. Was there a couple of other players in those early years that you can recall playing with?
1: Well, uh, again, the ball, Ken here, was brilliant.
0: So tell us, tell us about Ken and and what what were his qualities as a player, and what position did he play?
1: Well, he was my best mate because we lived, I lived in Waller Street and he lived two doors up, yeah, in Waller Street. And that, that's how we used to play, we used to play soccer in his front yard all the time, <laughs> type of thing. So uh, when we were young and and that, and then he um, he was he was just he was just brilliant on the ball, and he he played probably inside left yeah. mainly, type of thing. And he, he set me up on that. But, um, yeah, but he, he kind of, oh, I don't know, he, he could he could have went further, but he didn't. You know, he, I think when we got older, we got on the booze and yeah. things like that. But uh, he was a great bloke and a great player.
0: Both of you had a love for Tarawana amongst a, some other blokes as well. But So, in a sense, he probably gave up a bit of ambition by coming back and, and being part of Tarawana.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, he he, he um, played in the 18s, that's right. Then he, and then uh, I, I don't know he was a for a while too. So he was playing in fir- first division over there. And that
0: in those um, early years, uh, I think there was um, uh, the first coach in sixty seven was Albert Giliato. Yeah, yeah, um, that's him. Was he just a, a local guy that that wanted the position, or how did he come about to yeah? To well, so coach? in them
1: days we didn't. We did, we kind of trained over the park at opposite town and school. Yeah. Just in the afternoon or something. And yep. We didn't we didn't really do much. Just had a game or something, you know. Albert Albert just kind of helped organise us all, you know, type of thing. So.
0: And so in sixty eight, Jim Cropper took over the first first grade coaching role. So so Jim just didn't do coaching as well. He helped on the committee and and was part yep, of yep. part of the ground. So yep. what sort of like
1: was was Jim. Oh, he was a legend. Yep. Because his son Johnny Cropper still involved in soccer yep. and that, and um, John John played for Tara, and, and then Colin did as well. And Colin, yep. Colin lives down Nara. Yep. And he, um, Jimmy, he was the organizer in when we moved moved to Belgrany after Tarawana. Yep. Because we had, we because we got promoted, we got yep. promoted promoted to first division, so we had to go. We went had a Belgrany ground for three years. Yep. And then. And then during that third year, that's when Jimmy was at the Stewarts, yep. and he organised us to rebuild at Charawanna up here. Wow. So, so he was, uh, a, he was the a, main man. The catalyst. To, yeah.
0: And so was that just a, a matter of, I guess, you guys on the committee, some of his players, he, he's coaching as well, yeah. you know, wearing a couple of different hats, thought, well, um, obviously it was a league requirement that once you got promoted that you couldn't play it. At Tarawana Public School, so you ground shared at Bowgown Sports that's Ground. What, but yep. was it then just decided, well, we need our own ground? and Yep, yep. So that's,
1: that's how it all came about. And we had, a, we had a pretty good committee then too, so that, that, that made it easier.
0: So was it a, Did someone donate the land where...
1: Well, it's BHB. So they... Yeah, we just had a... Uh, well, it was only probably $10 a year or something. <laughs> it, was, it was, I know it wasn't much. And we had the Hudson boys... Hudson uh, boys, they, they were on the committee. Yeah, uh, uh, Stephen and, Dan, and that. So um, yeah, so that that kind of that kind of kicked it off, and I remember um, being up there three thirty in the morning, working up uh, up the ground, and I was I think I lost my marriage over it actually.
0: <laughs> so. We're talking sort of a, a period there because I think um, I think it was seventy five that it was opened, but it was a period of three to four years in the early seventies until seventy five that it was opened. So, are we practically talking that you had to start from scratch, that you're pretty much clearing the land, leveling it, yeah. and then you know building a couple of like change rooms and stuff like that? Is it that is that what it was?
1: Oh, yeah, it was. I was, it was a nightmare, you yeah, know. What in a second? Because you know, we just—I just lived up there. It's just—I don't know. But uh, in the end, it was all worth it. Toppling, I suppose, you know. But we well, had good guys like the Hudson boys, and had good people to to run, help run it.
0: Yeah, and and a, and a local identity, Ack Wilton. And, yeah, he um as he, well.
1: He, he, he give us a he give us um he did all the great uh groundwork or something for yep. the grading on that type of thing,
0: but earthworks and stuff. Because yeah. he did a lot of work at Bowgownie and, and a couple other different things around the Wollongong area yeah. for other... Um, hack good. Back onto the field, you know, Tarawana did have early success. And I think it was in 68, there was a Robertson State Cup, which was an under-21s competition. Yep. Um, I guess like a junior state cup now, but just for under-21s. So Tarawana won that, yep. and it's only... Only I in mean, its second year of reformation. So, uh, what do you remember of that? Because that's a it's a very big achievement for a a, a new club.
1: Yeah. Well, we played we played that at uh, Noona. Okay. Uh, out there, we played the grand final out there. Wow. I think we won five two something like five two or something like that. But um no, about a good side then. And you played in that game. Yeah, I played. Um, I was I was I was I was with. Johnny Garbra I mem mean, we were on the winning. Yep. But then in the second half I played the first half, the second half I um ended up playing at the back because uh someone got hurt. Yep. So uh yeah, no, I played it.
0: Obviously there was great people involved at the club, but having an early victory like that, do you think that spurred everyone on and and brought more success that we've won a we've won a state trophy here. Yep. So um you know, we must be doing something right and it feels good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I did. I did. That's what the club together it was really good. In 68 as well, you know, reserve grade were league champions and grand final winners. So uh, obviously even in the second division, you know, results were coming and 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 there was a sort of, like you said, a great feel at the club. But clearly there was some talented players as well because you don't win trophies unless you've got people that can yeah, play. yeah. The second division at the time, I guess it was, it was a hard division to get out of. Um, there were still some good teams. So, what do you remember about nineteen seventy? Because you've won promotion uh, under under Ron Burns, uh, but you've also um, won the first and second grand finals, and that's the year you scored thirty eight goals. So, talk us through. Yeah, well,
1: that. um, that's that's I couldn't Dougie Burns, a great bloke. Yep. Great bloke. Coach from what I was, I don't know, but he was a great bloke. Because he was a great player in, in Federation oh, great Football. Player. great player, You
0: know, played with Coromel, South Coast United, and I think he might have even represented Australia at B B B level, but he yep. was definitely a state and...
1: But what would happen at um, half-time, because <laughs> we had our oranges, we sit around, yep. Yep. and doogies us in the races... <laughs> <laughs> he had bets on the races. It was mad. <laughs> I can always remember it half time. Half time of all the games. But uh that, so you know, we, we were just we we're just good enough had a good side to to win it anyway. So Do you remember I
0: mean, a couple of those players from from, from that season? Alan
1: Johnson was in that. Yeah. Um, the Bulls, yeah of course.
0: Yeah. And and yourself, you obviously um scored thirty eight goals that year. Was it just a matter of sometimes you have those years where obviously you could score goals but this year in particular the yeah, well, you touch turned to goal
1: i'd get set up I'd, I'd score mostly with my head yep you know so that's where i was a uh, good the good value was you know and with the ball playing there he would get the ball to me put it over so he he kind of he kind of made me and that so um and then, no we had a, we had a good side had a good side.
0: And, and both grades, uh, you know, did well, won grand finals. Is that the, 1970, was at the grand, do you recall the grand final in that promotion year?
1: The one we beat Helensburg? Yeah, possibly. 4-3, four, four yeah, beat Helensburg, I remember that. Beat Helensburg 4-3. I can't remember what they got there, the reserve game won. But, um,
0: and so at that point in time, um, as a club, uh, is there a particular watering hole or sponsor that you'd go back to after games?
1: Uh, Probably Balgany Hotel. Okay. Balgany Hotel.
0: So it was a a pretty big celebration? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) We've had (laughs) a few of them. (laughs)
0: But when you're talking about um, Ron Dookie Burns, um, uh, although he is listening to the races, it it must give you a bit of a buzz um, because you would have watched him when you are growing up and some of the other guys as well. So when you have a coach that has... I guess the credentials as a player does that does that help and does that give you a bit of confidence?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, he, he was uh, he was he was he was a good a good. He played right wing, I think. He was, he was a good player.
0: In '71, um, Ronnie Burns um, then stepped down. Um, was there a reason that he left the club because Bill Harley took over as first grade coach when he went into the first division, the top tier? Um, oh, I think he only wanted he only wanted
1: to stay for the year, right? yep.
0: you know. So he liked, liked his gambling. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill, Bill was a relatively younger coach, um, and I'm assuming he was a player coach as well. Yeah, well, he uh, he come from EPT. Yeah, so he played out there. So he, he, was, as a, as he, was, he was a quality player. player. So what was he like as a as a coach and as a player? Oh, he's a great
1: bloke. He's a great bloke. He he had that's where we were at Balgany Hotel all the time because he, I think. His wife's parents or something owned the pub then, right, and that, so um, and that's why he got involved with the hotel was really good them days, and that and, um, no Bill, no Bill was um, he was he was a good bloke. And what position did he play on the field? Oh, at the, the back, time? yep, the back probably centre back or something like that, yep. normally, and that so no he was he was good.
0: And it'd been a, a couple of years for. Uh, for yourself since you 've been in the top tier of football, so how was it being back in the first division for yourself um in that seventy one season was it because it was a tough competition
1: yeah oh no no it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty good you know we were we were competitive with all the other teams yeah and that, and that 's the main thing type thing you know you you know because it 's hard you just the players you' are getting you're just kind of getting mates and what mates you can get type of thing. Yeah. you know so um no it was, it was
0: pretty good and is there any um Although a long time ago, is there any sort of opposition players that would mark you or you'd play against that you can still recall that were give you a good tussle? Um, it's only
1: when we played like, um, uh, how do I say, the ethnic clubs or something? Yep. You know, different clubs out there, you know, and you get to know the blokes, so they would try and kick shit out of you. <laughs> Costa, Costa was the referee right costa he was a referee he, he, I, was, I was a bit scared of him but he kicked the shit out <laughs> yeah so no it was all it was all good we, we, you know you kind of know you, you meet all the people and you don't, you don't have assholes and that you know so no so it was, it was pretty good in the end
0: and in that era and i've talked to for different guys and it lasted for a period of time but but even in those uh, 70s um although you're drunk at Balgowney Hotel, quite a few clubs would go to Coromel Leagues as well. Do you recall going there and meeting up with sort of four or five teams and it was sort of a... It sounded to me like it was a great hotspot of talking about the weekend's games or the Saturday games and, and yep. catching up with a, a
1: whole host of people. That, that, that was the best ever. Yep. Best ever. You'd have four or five clubs going yep. back to Coromel all the time. Yep. Coromel League Club. And that was that was really good, you know. That, that East Club sponsored us. I don't know how many years for the forest, yeah. so they sponsored us too. But then you had Cornwall, you had Ballambi, Russellvale, yeah, you know. So that was, uh, yeah, that that was the best because there was an outside bar, outside part, yeah. down the East Club, and you go out there, and that was, uh, yeah, that was really good. And see, so in them days too, them days you could have a drink, yeah, because with no no breath, I uh, no, yeah. You know, that, so that that's what's kind of all changed now. You know, because you can only have I go to the pub, I only have two beers if I'm driving. Yeah, that's by. right. You know, so uh, that's that's where the the difference is too, I suppose. You know, but no, it's good.
0: And in the sort of even the second and the first division that you're playing in with Tarawana, uh, apart from you know, Tarawana Oval itself, did you have a couple of grounds that were your favourites or you enjoyed playing on? Um, when you when you played away?
1: Oh, no, not really. I just, I like Tarawana. Yeah. You know, no, yes. Yeah, I didn't have no favourites from other grounds.
0: And, and you talked there, sometimes some of the games got heated. Can you remember a couple of the clubs that sort of brought big followings back then um, in terms of games or when you played them at their home grounds? D- different clubs. I, I just, like... Primby and
1: clubs yeah. like that, that's where we we had a big bit of a punch up type of thing. Of up the Brooke, ground, yeah. you know, type thing. We had we had to hide Phil Clark. I don't you remember Phil Clark? It was an old referee. I heard of the name, yeah. Had to hide hide Phil in the canteen. That that was one of the days, type of thing. So um yeah, I think we had two two over there and, but well there's been there's been a couple of other couple of incidents that'll we'll probably get to later, I suppose, when we yeah.
0: get further up on the track. So uh, you're you're there in in the first division playing at Bagany Sports Ground and in between this um, and and we will talk about it later on. Um, you know you were doing a couple of other things while you're doing this, but you're you're playing in first grade. You're on the committee. Um, you're also working on the ground. Um, there's a lot of I guess energy there. You're obviously still working. Um, can you look back on it now and go? Where the hell did I get all this energy from and and time to sort of create a club create a ground with with the other guys? Can you believe what you then achieved in that sort of early late sixties early seventies
1: well that's I, I I know what you mean yeah that's right i i did i probably uh I was probably a bit of an idiot, probably did too much i suppose yep. you know when I was in my first marriage i didn't help, probably didn't help yep. you know things like that but uh, I suppose I just love Tarawana.
0: <laughs> I'm still there after sixty years. <laughs> so, like I said, there's, there's some uh, you know big moments. Tarawana was obviously um, played well. You had some different coaches over uh, over the time, but you know, and you had some different players. So, uh, you know, you had the likes of um, Meredith uh, Cropper, Consella. Um, Blair Downey, like you said, you spoke about Ken um, yourself. So, were all these guys, uh, Tweddle, Simpson, so were all these guys practically Tarawana locals that were, were playing with the club in the early 70s? Oh, yeah, yeah, majority of them were. Yep.
1: The majority were. If not Tarawana, they're just Caramel Local. Just lo- they're all local, yeah. It wasn't until um, we got into the other league, a little bit down the track, that we got kids from like, like like Gordon Millers and things like yeah. that. Yeah, you know that's,
0: and then Les Sheedy's from Unindura and people like that, you know. So, I was reading in the um, IDSA um, uh, minutes, and then I think it was even in your anniversary book as well that in in '73, um, Tarawana changed their shorts from white to to royal blue. So initially, you were like the junior club that is. Would just have white socks, white shorts and then the blue yep, yep. blue shirts with the white V. Yep, yep. And so I guess I think I think a lot of
1: that I don't know, a lot might, might have to do with the washing. Okay. Because with the whites it was a nightmare. <laughs> After one game. <laughs> in the mud and all that type thing. So, um yeah, so I think I think it might add a bit to do with that.
0: And and some of the coaches over the years, there's some some different names there that um uh you know, you had the likes of Tony Hancocks, um, you know, Steve Hudson. Um, so what were some of these guys like? Yeah. Well, Tony
1: Hancock was a great bloke. Yeah. yeah. He was good, yeah. I remember at my place in, when I was in Angel Street, we'd, uh, we'd go and play table tennis once a week. <laughs> we we for, for all the boys and Tony and that. Yeah. We'd, play, we'd play table tennis. <laughs> Something <like> unheard <laughs> you wouldn't, of. You wouldn't do it out. But, <laughs> and then and, and Hudson was... Uh, Hudson was he helped run the club he was brilliant Yep. him and his brother and his old man too Jack Hudson His own man
0: he helped too so um, he was secretary because uh, as you would have seen over now over many decades it's it's usually with local sporting clubs of not just soccer it's it's groups of families um, and and mates that really and volunteers that run these clubs isn't
1: it yeah that's right yep
0: yeah, yep yeah. yeah. no that's for sure mate 74, 73, you know, competitive um, and then things really started sort of, I guess, moving up um, 75, um, it was a big year that you uh, had Tarot and a soccer oval finally open um, What was? Can you recall what the day was like with the first game there? The sort of official opening of, Is it still sticking your memory a little bit? No. <laughs> no, I'm too old.
1: <laughs> no, I um, yeah, I, I would have been good. I, I imagine I can't remember the first game. It would have been good. So, but yeah, now that's that's a long time ago. <laughs> Do
0: you think part of it is is that because the uh, you know the likes of the Croppers, uh, Mac Wilton, the Winds, the Hudsons, Bognow, the Pools, um, yeah,
1: Johnny Brodnow, yeah, was a big
0: part of the club. That uh, bloke. I guess it's taken so long. Now you are sort of. We're here, sort of a bit of relief in a yeah, sense.
1: yeah, oh, it was. So, it was for sure. Uh,
0: Gary Tuckerman came over. Um, he was playing fed- Federation football. Yep. Um, uh, he was a local product, yep. um, and, and that's why you could get him on board at Tarawana as player coach.
1: Yeah, well, he, he uh, played at South Coast, didn't he? South, yeah. South Coast, I think. Plus, what helped too, he, he lived with me. Okay. Because he was separated, and I was separated. So, so you uh, kept uh, I, I, asking him to. Well, he come he come and live with me, and then I oh, had, Jeff Shepherd, half half, the, half of my team used to live with me <laughs> in Angel Street, and that's so that's where I, that's when Tucker came in. And Tucker had the, had the team and I think was that the year we played feature in the grand final. Yeah, I think seventy um, five.
0: Seventy um, eight. 78, oh, 78, Was it no, seventy six? Seventy
1: six.
0: Seventy five, he he took over, and then seventy six, he was still there. So yep. that seventy six team, um, I've said it before on on these podcasts that I'd prefer to to win the league. Um, what was what was it like in seventy six? Because going through some of the players, you had Graham Edwards, Wayne Bradford, um, Grant Ingram, yep. Johnny McDonald, Jeff Shepherd, Gary Tuckerman, Gussie Masters, Gordon Miller. Um, Peg, Phil, Scott, David Naylor, Ken Landrigan, John Cropper, Les Sheedy. So that's right. Yep. We're talking a quality crop of players here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yep.
1: Gordon they, Miller. Gordon Miller was a legend. So he got, he got player of the year.
0: So what was that year like? Because in the space of you know ten years, you guys have created a club, got promoted, and and are now top of the pops. So. Uh, must have been uh, a fantastic feeling for, for many of you guys to oh, I was, un- was unreal too because every one of them guys would come
1: back for a drink after the game yep. to- to- today now we're lucky to get five back yep. and-, and, the- and they get bloody paid you know it's unbelievable they were great blacks.
0: Talk about Gordon Miller because that year he was first division player of the year. What position did he play, and and what was his strengths as a footballer?
1: Yeah, more of a midfield. Yeah. We um, how we got Gordon, we we they used that they used to have a like a seven side knockout type of thing. Yep. Yeah. And then um, and he, he went out there. He just carved him. He just carved mm-hmm. it up. We killed it. We won that. We, I think we won that too. And um, and then he played for us. I don't know. He only played one one or two years because everyone wanted him. Yeah. And that so uh, you know and you couldn't if you can get money somewhere else, or so a bit of money, so he had to go there. But uh, we still keep in touch with him. He's a good bloke lives in Sydney. Okay, and, uh, he's a good bloke and a great player and a character. <laughs> we go on trips away with him he's like an idiot.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I speak, I've interviewed John Cropper, I've interviewed Gussie Masters, um, Dave, and, and Dave, and and all of them had pitches. I, I I think from. When uh, and, and may he rest in peace, Graham Edwards. When he was on Facebook, he he sort of mentioned when this there was a group of pitchers and they were celebrating in the sheds with bottles of champagne and and he's had a sort of great sort of blue strip with a white sort of stripe down the middle sort of thing and it was a great strip and it was yeah. just those moustaches, long hair, and it just must have been a, a you know a great buzz to I think. Um, Graham Edwards was saying you won it on the last game as well, yeah. um, so it must have been sort of buzzing in the in the locker rooms. Oh yeah, Valley, Valley Pub. Yeah, because I, I got pictures. I got pictures of what you're talking about. And and some of those other players like Graham Edwards, like uh, what a goalkeeper. Oh, he's a legend. Um, talk me through what made him a a quality. Well, he's a quality bloke from all reports, but what made him a great goalkeeper?
1: Well, he was a great cricketer too. Yeah. Great cricket at Bell Gownie, Um, Great goalkeeper, a, a great bloke. And I was fortunate that a um, little story about him. when um, yep. well, well, I went and coached Balgownie. Yep. And um, Dave, was, Dave was at Tarawana. And uh, Charlie wouldn't, um, he wouldn't, he didn't <laughs> want to train.
0: Wouldn't train. So I got, to,
1: I got him to play for Balgownie. <laughs> 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 I said, I don't care, it's up to you, Charlie. You're good enough, so it doesn't matter. You know, so he played there. And uh, then he ended up coming back to Tarawana and, uh,
0: because for me, um, it was a massive achievement. But like you said, you had a couple of blokes living with you, um, and that makes it easier. So, do you think sometimes when you attract a couple of quality players, then others can easily come on board? Because when you look through that '76 season, like the whole starting eleven is uh, is super strong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, see so that, that that year we won the won the premiership. But we got burnt in the grand final.
0: Yeah, talk us through that, that grand final, because it was a 3-2 three, three, three victory. Yeah. And, it, and like you said before, early on in the interview, it was a huge crowd at the Old Balls paddock. Oh, massive. I think there was, I forget what the, the newspaper report said, but what do you recall of that grand final? Well, see, in, in them days, in them mm-hmm. days we'd, we'd do something
1: at the start of the game. Yep. You know, and then so me and two others got dressed up as referees. <laughs> and we out, went out being idiots with a blind stick and all that type of thing. Because <laughs> yeah, ball Spartak, you, where the old, you come down from the Royal down, Hotel, come down the Royal yeah. right hotel there, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and that they that, that cracked. We got to crack up. So so that that was that was really good, and the game was good. I think then that went. I can't, can't remember that. I think we might have given a goal right at the end or something. Yep. Someone someone talks about that, but um, anyway, doesn't matter. It was a good day, and then. Yeah, you know, we played Fig Tree and, and they're all good blokes. So we we get on all that Steve Sowery and that. Yeah. We 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 get on the, Wally Miller on the grog, all those guys. grog with them. Uh, at the next you know, where we you don't really do that much now. You know like we can do it then I suppose and yeah I know it's, it's just soccer's all
0: different now. Seventy seven, um, Gary Tuckerman moved on, and then I think just to sort of uh, bring it back to you for a sec, it, during those years you're starting to play. Uh, a bit of reserve grade as well, um, and less first grade. Did did that sort of? Uh, I guess you were sort of late twenties, uh, nearly at your thirty mark. There did did that worry you at all, or, or were you comfortable? Nah, not really. Being Cause, part cause of I... the club and being playing reserve grade and just being part I, of it. I went.
1: I went and coached Balgani for four years. Yeah, uh, over the time. Yeah, not, different. Not, we'll it, go through that. Different times, see. So, so um, yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother. Yeah, you because know, the other players were getting all who's better too. See, you know, I was yeah. just I was, I was an average player. So you were comfortable yeah. with it. It wasn't as yeah, as... no, no, it was all good. Uh,
0: Dennis Patterson, um, great bloke. Great bloke. Um, how did you get someone with his pedigree? To, to come and coach you guys, because obviously he played with South Coast United. I think he represented Australia at under twenty threes. Had a stint at Gowney as a player and then as a playing coach. Yeah. So how well, can I don't know? It, I don't really know how he got him. Because be it's a but great he, get. To he was some, a
1: great. He was a great coach. He'd, he'd sit there and he and he people got the shit sometimes, but he'd sit there and he'd show you what to do, what you do on that. And I've always, oh, because I've coached all my life for kids. Yeah. And I've always learned off him yep. what to do, how to do it type of thing, and he was really, he was really good. Do you think he
0: just had a natural ability to sort of read the game and then teach it to other people?
1: He certainly did. Yep, for
0: so, sure. So even with in that period where you'd watch the guys, um, do you think there was improvement in some 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 of the men because of his? Because oh, of for his sure, trainer?
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. if you just the average folks there, and he he'd teach them heaps.
0: Oh, he was really good. And, it's and one of the best we've had. And at that time, he and it was uh, fashionable at the time. Um, he was a player coach, yep. so uh, he was probably at, towards the end of his career in terms of age. But did he still have those abilities that you'd once watched out of oh, yeah, Paddy? Oh yeah, because we played
1: in the uh, the grand final against Fairmeadow. Yep, I think that's when we got we got boot in the grand final. We had the game one. We had the champagne. Th- Topped and everything and they scored and equalised
0: and then they beat us in the, bloody, in the extra time so 77 um, second place but uh, didn't win the league uh, uh, didn't make the grand final uh, Ferry Meadow won the league against Berkeley 1-0 um, although the tables were turned in, in 78 we'll talk a little bit about um, Tarawana there because in, in 78 um, you went to play first grade uh, with Bow um, who was being coached by Bill Harley. Yeah, i that, So that. I'll talk about Tarawana first. Yep. Um, you're obviously uh, still involved at the club. Um, did most of the committee guys, were they pretty cool with it? Letting you play with Bow Gowney and then oh, yeah. being on the committee, it was no issue from them. No. They understood where your heart was. You just wanted to to play in a lower division. Yeah, I just wanted to try something different. That's yeah. right, yeah. Just try something different. So Tarawana that year... Um, had a great year in terms of the grand final um you just played the the grand final against berkeley and won one nil. um yep. talk us through uh you had a bet with john bingham in the lead up to to in that final series um who he was coaching uh berkeley who was a player coach um what was that bet about in in terms of a semi-final where tarawanna played berkeley
1: yeah, we had a bet and it was, it was in the paper and all that time because um, we are about to, who's going to win the game and the, the loser had to uh, wash, wash, his, wash his taxi. He must have been a taxi driver. Yeah. And I lost. <laughs> so and, and, and you I, washed the car? I washed the car, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So and that I, was, a, I think they then went through to the grand final but then you guys ended up getting there. Um, uh, that 78 grand final as well, uh, as it's probably coming through in this interview, Ross, yeah. Uh, a bit of a larrikin, you like to have a bit of fun, and and you've got a love for the game as well. But what happened the night before that grand final at Memorial Park? Uh, can you talk us through uh, yeah. <laughs> some so, of
1: your nighttime movements? Caramel Caramel Stock Ground, we played the grand final there, be the big Berkeley. And then uh, the night before, we we're up we we're up the pub with Charlie Brown, <laughs> Graham Edwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember that there the was three of us. I don't know if it was little Phil Porter or not. We weren't over and we we jumped the fence at Coramall. Yeah. And jumped the fence and painted the gold mouth blue and white. And painted all the bins blue and white. And Peter then got the shits. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He's got his back. He got it back because he come and did it at Tarawana a couple of years ago. But um no, it was a ad for the bloody entertainment, you know, type of thing, you know. So yeah. No, so it's good. And we did we did something at halftime there too. I can't remember who Got on this back of this truck and drove on the foot on the park. I, I
0: just can't remember what it was now. Did and something stupid. You lost a seventy six grand final, even though you won the league. So this time, uh, Tarawana won their first Illawarra Premier League uh, grand final. Um, yeah. Do you remember the the one 0 victory in Memorial Park?
1: Oh yeah, I, I always remember it, mate. Because um, especially the Berkeley guys, like um, they, they are unreal blokes, you know. They, um, and we all went back to the Berkeley pub type thing and. Um, yeah. And this guy, called a white mouth frog, he'd have a, he'd have a, we'd have the, the mug. Yeah. And, and I've lived on this tradition now. We've had the mug, and he put his teeth in it. And we didn't know till the bloody, till he finished <laughs> finished drinking it, and he's freaking Paul Stooper in there. <laughs> and that's, uh, oh, it was funny. And that's how, uh, but, the, the, so them days, them days were brilliant, you know, like, you could go there and you could have a drink with the other team, and... Yep get on with each, each other and that, you know. So, uh, no, it was really good.
0: And and you've had a few grand finals in different places. So um, Memorial Park is, you know, a ground steeped in history with Coromel Ranges, but do you think, um, uh, I guess, the acoustics, the way the Old Balls Paddock was set up was a better ground for grand finals than, say, Memorial Park?
1: Oh, uh, or, no, or? not really. Cor- Coromel, we had three thousand there. Yep. It was unbelievable, you know, like, the Crowds there, and like they can still have one there now because you get you go to win a stadium, cost them a fortune, cost a fortune to get in, type of thing. And
0: atmosphere is not as good as, know, as, a atmosphere community is not as that's
1: right, it's, it's, it's unreal there, Corrimal, and that's so um, yeah, no, it's good.
0: And going back to you playing then at, at um, in the old first division, which was the second tier because in 77 it changed to Premier League, so Bow you you're playing in uh, first grade. Um, I think it was the second division under Bill Harley. So yeah, yeah. you played 21 games, you scored 20 goals and, and seven player of the year points. So uh, what do you recall of that year with Bowgownie and, and, and having well, Bill as I, your coach again? To be
1: honest, I can't really recall much. I can't, yep. I can't really remember that much about that. You know? So just it was a good being back with Bill? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no it's good. It's, it's uh, something different.
0: It's changed, you know, so it worked out, worked out good. And was it that more of a case of that Bill had taken the role there and then then knew you personally and well, and, and got you on board because he was the guy that, yeah, I know what Ross well, can do up well, front? He would
1: have, I don't know, he would have come and asked me type of thing. I know, I know when I went there with, with Dave Naylor because Dave, Dave coached a few years later. Yep. I went and had a plate over there, but I was... I was only kind of average. I wasn't brilliant, really, I don't think.
0: As people would know on this podcast, uh, you know, Gowney were in, in the federation, um, I think in 75 and in 76 changed their name to Wollongong City, but in 76 came back into the old second division, a, a group of junior parents restarted the senior club. So Bao in in itself back in the local league was sort of in its infancy, so... You know, you were you were amongst blokes like you know, Greg Pile, Pryor, Gary Brownsell, Ross Clark, uh, David Vodich, Hoswell, Dallas, uh, sort of those guys uh, Signed yeah. so up coaching him. In '79, uh, then because there's been a couple of times you're always on the committee, but you you had the presidency. Uh, um, I think and the secretary was Bo Tomlinson. Yeah, so Yeah. There's a lot of women that do a lot of great work, and have for a lot of decades. So she was involved with the club a long time. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about her? Uh, she,
1: her, her and her husband. Her and husband really good. Yep. So, uh, Mister T done a lot of work and, and that and um and she was um, she was excellent at her job. Yeah. She was spot on, and that so um, yeah, everyone loved her, and now they they moved up up the coast. They're right up the coast now, and they're getting a lot older and that type of thing. So uh, no. Nah. Can't say much because we, we used to go there place Christmas time and all the time. We used to see him all the time, and that they're like family to to me, and that's, So uh, yeah, no, she was brilliant. So as you know, yeah,
0: and I know, as a president, it's easy. It's an easy job when you've got a great secretary, isn't it? Yep, that's right. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Tarawana, um, in that sort of mid to late seventies, and even a bit of the early eighties, was uh, you know a, a powerful team with a lot of quality players. Uh, you ended up uh, in this period as well um, keeping the likes of Gordon Miller there for a, for a couple of years and I think even there for a period you had Glenn Fontana come across. Uh, uh, you helped uh, sign him, didn't you, at one point? either 78 or 79. Yeah. So how did yeah, that Tommy, come about? Tommy,
1: Tommy, Tommy, he'll never get over me because um, we, we signed him. Supposedly, he signed the date the first day, and then I signed him the second day. Well, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know how I did it, but we just did it. Then, so Tommy K was with Dapto and yeah, and then and then well, I got me I got me thing in first, <laughs> so so I might have cheated, but well old Tommy, rest in peace.
0: <laughs> um, you're there, um, 79 uh, again. Dennis is coaching. Um, you end up coming second place again and, you know, you, you added some different players um, in that team. You know, Phil Scott's coming more into it. Um,
1: Donnie James. Donnie James. One of the greatest.
0: So um, he had he had a lot of pedigree, uh, Don James. So, yep, good cricketer too. So was it a matter of someone like yourself or a couple other blokes, other players, then getting these quality players that could get money elsewhere? Or... Or was it just... Oh, well, it wasn't me. It yeah. would, have
1: been, would have been the coach and all that. You yeah. know, coach and the committee, whatever. Um, yeah, so they, they would have got the... So uh,
0: we, had a, we had good sides then, good we players, you know. Because 79, there was the Bampton Cup win. Uh, it was a 2-1 two, two, win against Coniston yep. in extra time. Um, Glenn, Glenn Fontana and Phil Scott scored their goals. Uh, I think that was the first Bampton Cup win amongst many now that Tarawn has had. So uh, another achievement... Only thirteen years after the club's reformed, yeah, we won it. probably four or five now. It, it's a ra- it's a remarkable sort of yourself and Figtree um, clubs that had well Figtree hadn't existed before, but yourself and Figtree ha- had remarkable periods there, didn't you? Yep, 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 So so we
1: had you're looking gonna, at the reserve grade side too. So we had we had good players in reserve grade side too, And that and that in, in seventy nine. And, David Laidor, the, the police, police commissioner or whatever he is. Yeah, he, he played for us in '79 in reserve grade. David Laidor. Okay. You know him? Uh, he's a he's a one of the bosses in the police.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Well, '79 was that grand final, um, uh, infamous grand final from a Tarawana perspective. Uh, Your loss of the the league champions, Ferry Meadow. Um, well, what do you recall about the game? Uh, there was the uh, the story there about champagne bottles being opened early what do you oh, recall yeah, that
1: oh, match oh, I, I was we was at Carmel, I was on the back of the hill, yep. of the hill all, all of us we, we used to go behind the goals when Tarahona kicked that way so yep. I mean, but we stayed there this time and we was there and, and I always remember Gary Bradford he had the champagne just about because we were winning 2-1 two, yeah. and, and, uh, 48
0: hit, seconds before full time and they
1: equalised and then when we had extra time they bloody beat us yeah, so uh, uh, anyway. You know, you lose, you lose. But but you're still in them because 'cause we're, I think we were at uh Belgiani, Yep. And um, you know, you still still celebrated, you're in the grand final anyway. Well, know, so it's
0: the same you know, like, I think he was the second that year, won the Bampton Cup and we're grand finalists. Yeah, that's right. So you it's couldn't still uh, an excellent very Matter had
1: a great side. That's some good players there. You yeah, know,
0: well I think uh, uh, a a boy Paul Landrigan, Went across, went across there as well, and yep. and they had just uh I guess a cavalcade of stars. Yeah, yeah. So they're a hard team to beat. Huey, Huey. Huey Tinney. Huey Tinney, yeah. It's a great story, the Tarawana story, the rebirth of the club in '67, and then, you know, in that '79 season after a great season, um, you know, Gary Masters, Gordon Miller, and Glenn Fontana were then Illawarra representative. Representatives that then toured New Zealand, so yeah. it's a great achievement to to have those sort of accolades, individual ones as well as team ones.
1: Yeah, that's right too. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it was brilliant. It was unreal. Good, yeah. good, good bunch. A good bunch of blokes too. That that's that's that helps out hoops, you know.
0: Seventy nine. Uh, just to to keep in line with your story, you went back to Tarawana in seventy nine and. And played t- 21 uh, reserve grade games and scored 10 goals. In the following year 1980, like you said before, you, you then um, went for another change and and played under Dave Naylor, a Tarawana, Tarawana boy, but he had played for Bowgownie in the State League yep. um, in the early 70s. So, um, again, uh, 14 first grade games, um, a game off the bench and, and seven first grade goals, so... What was it like, uh, Kate, being coached by Dave?
1: Yeah, no, Dave, Dave, Dave's, Dave's one of the best coaches around. I will tell her he should be coaching now, but now he's secretary. But uh,
0: <laughs> no, no, it's
1: good, you know, because I was only, you know, I was Dave wanted me to come over there to score goals for him, and I, I didn't score enough goals, so yep. that's why I played a couple of reserve games. But uh, no, no, it's good, it's good over there, it's good.
0: You spoke about Dave, and 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 the Naylor family's uh, done a lot in the region um, let alone Tarawana so uh, can you talk to me about him as a player Um, you've watched uh, quite a bit of him what sort of player was he in and what position did he play Dave played at the back no he was was a good player Dave he he
1: got um, in that grand final he got player of the match yeah when we were on the grand final against Berkeley and um, good player and a good coach you know he's a bloody Manchester United supporter so he talks a lot of shit (laughs) <laughs> but, but uh no it was good it was good
0: and because you'd been there a, a couple of years before um there was the Rapley brothers at Bowgownie, Jack Badeus, uh Gary Brownsell, um know Andrew Forte, Neely Grant, um even a couple of Tarawana blokes like Dave I'm assuming played that year as well as coached and and Ricky McGoldrick so yep uh, was it a what was what was like as a club in terms of uh, playing on Bow and and where they were at that point in time in the second division? Oh no, that was good. That was it's good. It's a good. Those names
1: just read out. they were All good bunch of blokes. Yep. You know, so uh, I enjoyed myself there. It was really good. So that's why eventually, uh, I just forget the year was. I went back and went back and coached. And that's yeah.
0: so. Yeah, it was eighty one. It was the following year. So. I think Dave uh, might have then taken, yeah, Tarawana. taken the role at Tarawana, so yeah. there was an opening at Bowie uh, We'll talk about it near the end when we talk about what you've done in the women's game and what you've done with juniors, but you coached a lot of junior soccer at this point. Had it been in your mind to, to coach at a senior level or, or, or was the Bowie committee saying to you, hey...
1: No, I don't, I don't think so. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I can't remember how it happened, really. You know, like, I know Dave... Asked me to, to go over there and then, and I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll give the coaching a go because I've got a bunch of relax here, you know, because you know I'm not Tarawana, but I can be, I can do yeah. both, and I with the girls too, type of thing. So, um
0: yeah, no, I just uh, I, I don't
1: can't really answer that one, but
0: because um, that that year in '81, um Balgarry Rangers had a phenomenal year in the second division, but there was a it's unusual sometimes to have two super strong teams, and Arras were a a strong oh, team yeah, that year, yeah, and yeah. it was you and Aris in in eighty one. They were bidding for promotion, and so was Boulgani. So, yep, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. There would have been some, I guess, some good tussles there, because he's ended up being second behind Aris, and he's only lost four times, and and are probably, I think, uh, a couple of wins behind Aris. So, what do you remember of your first year of senior coaching? No, it's um, it's, re- it's, re- it's really good because we got
1: did so we get in the grand final at Yeah, um, Yeah, yeah both grades got in there oh that's right well that's that's a, that's when I I had a, um, I had an assistant coach for a reserve grade yep but then I ended up playing reserve grade so I was playing <laughs> reserve grade in coach first grade you know so so I just did my best and I and then we um, got in the grand final at Tarawana and I played reserve grade and um, I, I scored the two goals so we won 2-1 at Tarawana <laughs> so I always keep that in my mind and then and then in first grade, I got um, I had to come straight off and then look after first grade. Because I was coaching men. I was, I, was, I was only average. I wasn't a brilliant coach, yeah. I don't reckon. But, um, Were you more of a uh, motivator rather yeah, than a tactician? Yeah, I just try to talk to people, individual and type of thing, you know. But, but I got Eric Thompson, late Eric Thompson. I got, yeah. He'd come and help me
0: on the grand final day. Because you'd been mates with him and, and at this oh, yeah, point in time... I loved, time, love, loved Eric because he at one point wanted you to go to university to play under well that, him, and, and that, you that, Yeah,
1: that's so he tried to get. I went there for one trainer session, I think, and then, <laughs> then Dave said, oh, they come coming to Balgownie. So
0: I went to Balgownie. So, um, no, it was, um, it, uh, it, it was good. It worked out good. Uh, the thing um, with that 81, uh, both grades won, um, and then um, the, the two things that um, I was thinking about when, when you are telling me about this was, was it a strange feeling for you that you were player, coach, you're playing reserve grade, but you're then playing on your, I guess your true home, you're playing on Tarawana over yeah, in the I, grand I, final. Was it a bit strange yeah, it was. being in the black and white playing at Tarawana?
1: Yeah, no, it was. It was It was different. It was different. I think I, uh, I think I painted some of the blue, the bins blue, <blew> black <laughs> and white. Too. So, there's uh yeah, so, no, it, was, it worked out good. It was really good. Cause, F- uh, F- a bunch of blokes too. So that, that's, that's what you've got to have. Like You see all guys like that there, and you see the teams we have now, not knocking out yeah. teams, but I mean, and, and and the difference in the guys, you know, the, the people who want to play soccer and then come and enjoy a ga- soccer
0: games. And it's just, I don't know, it's a little bit different, you know, but what can you do? That um, 81, uh, before Graeme Edwards had passed away, he, he he sent me a picture, and I think it was of him after the game with Kevin Bradley and um, he was having a cigarette and maybe Kevin was as well and um, you know post grand final cigarette after the game so uh, it's sort of just it was a memory that I've kept in my mind because I'm a Bowgowney guy but also that you know you got Crame, like you said before yeah. he, he didn't want to train Dave said well you can't play if you don't train and yeah. you said yeah. come on over so yeah, he seemed like a real knockabout bloke that, you know...
1: Well, Kevin, it's just a funny story about Kevin, because he, he wasn't there the first... He was here the second year. Oh, OK. He'd come, he come the second year when... And then, um... He, he, Maybe th- it was someone else then. I got it wrong. No, no, no you're yeah. right. But Thursday nights... Like Kevin played. Th- oh, okay. Thursday nights, he'd pick the bloody team. <laughs> he'd come round my place drop the team off. He'd pick the bloody team.
0: Oh, I always have a go about that. <laughs> that was funny. Was there sometimes where you'd have to speak to him and go, "Well, Kevin, I'm playing another bloke instead of the guy you picked." Oh think? no,
1: he, he was all right. He, he just he just mucked around with it, I suppose <laughs> you
0: know. But he, he was all right. Good bloke. You then, um, in '82, you you were then first grade coach again, um, and you took. We got promoted. Uh, we being Balgany Rangers into the first division, um, and then ended up I guess in eighth spot, and and did a. Did reasonably well in a tougher division. No. Um, what I've always wanted to ask, and and I guess in terms of Bowgownie Rangers, we've we've had a couple of times there where we've looked like we were on a path of stability and then, for whatever reason, the coach gets changed and then changes the trajectory of the club. And, and it did a little bit here like it did in at the end of 91 when the committee decided to get rid of Eric Thompson. So... Can you talk to me about, it seemed like to me that you'd be the coach the following year well, in 83. I, I, wanted,
1: I wanted to because I, I wasn't chasing big money
0: and all that stuff. Yeah. had a good bunch of legs. An mean, eighth spot after that, bringing a second division team up. It was eighth, was it? I didn't think it was that high. But it was close. I know who won the last
1: game. But there was, only, there was only three, I won't mention names, there was only three on the committee. Right. Three on the committee, that's, that's all it was. Them three, and them free. they give Dick Evans a job. Okay. Because that, that was the So that
0: was out of the blue to you. You thought, in essence, you told them, yeah. oh, I want
1: to do 83? Yeah. Well, I kept all all, all the blokes to plan again. Yep. Uh, you know, probably might have got a few more, but then... And then when they, they give me that, I, I went over with Eric to Tarawana. Yep. And four or five of the blokes come over to Tarawana.
0: But did that so, sort of... They, uh, they didn't do any bloody good that year anyway. But did that upset you that... Oh, uh, I did, but I get over. Out it. of the blue that, you know... No. Did well, it put you off coaching a little bit?
1: No, not really. No? Because I just, I, well, I'd, I wasn't going to coach seniors again. Yep. But I, that, that wasn't the reason, because I, I, was, I was finished there, so I just stick with Tarawana and just I'd coach the juniors. I, co- I just love coaching juniors. Because
0: there's a lot of things in life where you can go, what if, but could you see yourself staying there for a couple more years if you then did coach in 83? Uh, probably,
1: uh, probably only another year. Yep. Just, uh, no, only another year, I think. You know, because I still want to get a bit, help Tarawana out, and plus I, I I would have had the girls team somewhere there too. Yeah. That's so I, you were
0: doing a lot. Yeah. Eric Thompson, we spoke that he helped you before in in the '81 season. Um, so he was over at Tarawana after spending a, a successful period of time at at university. Yeah. Uh, so what was Eric like? I know you've spoken on another one of my podcasts about him, but you know. What was he like as a, as a bloke and as a coach and how did he go at Tarawana?
1: Oh, well, as a bloke, he was brilliant. Yep. You know, I used to go around his place on Sunday mornings and that, that drink with him or something. And uh, yeah, no, coach, he was a good coach. He knew what he was talking about. You know, he was a different type of person. And he, he'd always make sure he'd come back after the games and talk to the guys and that. Uh, I couldn't think highly,
0: you know, I'd think highly of him, you know. Because that, um, that year that he was Coaching in '83, again, Bampton Cup winners, um, yeah. another success, uh, although uh, you know, didn't do well in the league. And also, you had uh, under Paul Wesley, um, with blokes like Graham Cook, Daryl Quirk, Craig Veeney, you've had a good youth grade team, they were league champions and grand final winners. So, yeah. uh, Tara has always had the ability to to put their youth graders into first grade, firstly, but have a consistent stream of, of good young players. Well, see, that's where
1: that's where I can never work out why my belly doesn't do. It. Somehow I can't do it. because like,
0: I'm, t- I'm still trying to work it out. I know, I know. It's just, We're um, starting to do it in the last I, few I started, years. I,
1: was like, I talk to Sue Buckley about it all the time. you know, yeah. it, We're getting there, but, yeah, uh, it's not consistent. Sue says, we've got to do the fence first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: During the 80s, there was times there where you're on the you're always on the committee, but you also were president at times, but then you weren't. So was it just a matter of uh, someone would have a break and you'd be yeah, president? Everyone, a year? There was everyone. no rhyme or reason
1: no, to it? No, just everyone shares it around. Yep. You know, that type of thing. It's only, only just recently that like Michael Dent's president now, and he's been there for a while, you know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so but just shared it around
0: then. You then had former, after Eric, you had then former players like Gary Masters and and Wayne Bradford as coaches. and that 80s, Tarawana were were then, I guess, consistent. But you then um, had a period there where you dropped out of the Premier League. I I think it was uh, uh, 1990, you might have then got relegated. And then even went down to the second division.
1: Yeah, yeah. And all in two, on two years we did that. With two years. So, yeah.
0: Although I'm not talking too much about negativity, but I've been through uh, hard times at, at a football club as well. What do you recall about those two years? Because it can be pretty confronting that, you know, since 67 when this club reformed, which is a very strong... Got into the first division or the top tier pretty early and stayed there and won trophies. So, so what happened in those couple of years, in your opinion? Yeah, well, um, I suppose we just didn't have the players. You
1: know, yep. that, that, that's the whole job. It was pretty hard, you know, hard to get players and be and competitive. But um, so, you know, look, we didn't, we didn't stress over it. You know? Yeah. Soccer, soccer. Yep. Like you know, Belgani play for, for Belguany. That what they do now. the Same thing. So uh, there was no dramas and. You know, we, we knew we'd, we'd work our way back up again and that. So um, I know even this, I know this year we finished second last, but I mean, we just, just hung in there, I suppose, you know. So what, what do you do? What can you, what can you
0: do about it? nothing? Because even in um, that sort of late 70s, early 80s, and even during the 80s, were you pretty much just paying beer money for, for a win or, or you just weren't paying huge money? So no, was I, was just, only, I think
1: it might have been $2 a game. Yeah. I don't know, something like you know. I remember Dave Null had a uh, I think he had to sign a contract and Dave had on there two dollars a game and Dave ripped it up and didn't it wasn't after money. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah
0: that, yeah that's how that's how it went, you know. Do you then regained after a few years in the in the mid nineties. Um you're in the sort of first division or the conference league and then Dave Naylor comes back as coach in ninety eight ninety nine and yep. and then and then get promotion um, and since then um, been in the Premier League ever since yeah yep. so you've spoken about a little bit in terms of club culture and players and whatnot um, I wanted to ask your opinion on you've been at the club now for a long time you 've seen a lot is it sort of uh, a hard thing to sort of stomach that the money now from the top five clubs means that it's very hard for a, you know, a hard-working club like Tarawana to then win the league or even make the semis. No, they're no, right. right. Does it sort of...
1: What like, it's hard
0: for us in the first division as Balgani, from my perspective, when you can't compete against two or three promotion clubs, so you're just playing to try and make semi-finals. Does it sort of eat away at you a bit or you just think, well, this won't last forever? Or
1: Well, I'm just going to wear it because there's not much I can do about it, you know, because yep. to me, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you talk to a lot of people, there should be salary caps on money. Yep. You know, but whether they do it or not, I don't you know. Whether our district's strong enough to do that, I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I, just, I just live for soccer type thing and just go from day to day. And it help, helps with Tarawana. We're like, this year we won second grade. Yeah. The Grand final. Great year. So that kind of helps the club. and over them years we've been talking about a lot of times we've won reserve grade yeah reserve grade and all that type you know and uh, yeah so that that kind of helps if the first as long as the first grade doesn't get relegated I suppose you know yep that's the main thing so well this year now I think we signed a few players so hopefully we stay up you know we're not going to win it It's, it's impossible
0: yeah, well, Winona so- did it in that COVID year, but that was a, a weird year in itself. And- exactly right. I couldn't not believe that. Well, it's like winning Olympic. They um,
1: all the money they spent and they didn't bloody <laughs> get anywhere in the end. In the semi final, that's it.
0: <laughs> You're a life member of Tarawana Soccer Club. Um, I can never remember when, when I got life membership. Does that mean something to you? Like do you see it as a sense of achievement because you 're part of a i guess a community sporting organization um you 've you know keeping young people fit, having a good time uh, and a bunch of committee people and supporters yeah. interacting so do you well, see just, it as an um, achievement oh
1: yeah, I just love the club yep that 's where my ashes are going yep on the ground on top of charlie Brown's, yep, you know so um I just love the club i go and I go over there and um, I do uh, mow the grounds. Because I'm retired too, it helps me. It gives yep. me something
0: to do too. Uh, so, yeah. And although we sort of skipped over it a bit because you were sort of in between different clubs, but in the late 70s, probably 78 or 79, when um, we talk about the women's game in the Illawarra, you were president there for one season of the Illawarra Women's Soccer Association.
1: Yeah, I can't remember
0: what year exactly. But how did that come about? Did someone sort of ask you to help out? Or? Well, I think I, I, used, I used
1: to um, go to the meetings. Okay. Like I do now with the juniors, I go to the junior meetings, you know. Yep. And that, that's how I got involved there. And then uh, met some nice people there. So uh, I, I did it for a year. And then, but I kept going, helping out on the committee, you know, because yep. I love the juniors.
0: And in 81 and 82, you, you coached the, the Tarawana... Soccer club women's team. Yeah. How did that team come about and, and what was it like? Because at that time in, in 81 and 82, you're coaching Gowney and playing as well. Well, and, my wife. Okay. My well, wife played for So. And that's your a, wife's name? Virginia. Okay. And yeah, so it was through it. your relationship with her and and a few other women wanted to sort of play the game that you thought that started here at Tarawana?
1: Yeah, well, that's right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, no, I... I I don't know how we really started, but because I know Dennis Patterson ended up taking on a team too, you know? And that's when my wife went to, uh, she played for Fernhill.
0: Yeah, because you, you then had, I think through 83 to 87, you had five years at Fern Hill. So yeah. um, is that the reason for the change that your wife then went to play there and then you? Uh, no, we probably
1: just, um, you know, some of the girls are going to leave maybe or yep. something and, and then just, so just something different, you know? Because I like staying involved in women's soccer. It was good. Yeah. I ended up coaching reserve grade down while my we wife played first grade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I and think me, you and were... My other
1: daughter from my first marriage, she, uh, she ended up playing for one year.
0: Because Paul Wesley, I think, was coaching the A team and you were coaching the B team.
1: Yeah, and then I had Paul coached had had Laura to me He just playing Sydney or something. Yeah. I remember doing that.
0: And so yeah. what was that like? Uh, uh, women's football in that sort of... Late 70s, early to mid 80s, what, what was it like? Because obviously we've got a, a pioneer, well, pioneer in Julie Porter, you know, McGuffey. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of great, great women that have played. Well, I coached McGuff,
1: McGuffey. and Virginia, my wife, she, they,
0: they were best mates. Well, yeah. they went to school ago.
1: So that's how that came about. Uh, no, it was, it, was, it was probably, I don't know how women's soccer is getting bigger now. Yeah. You know, because if uh, you see the Matildas on TV last night, it was brilliant. <laughs> And that, and then um, you know, there's only probably three or four teams: of like Buloi team, yep. Fernhill team, Oak Tar- Flats maybe. Yeah, no, there's only probably three teams. Them, them three teams are the strong ones, you know. Oak Flats are in there, but but um, they weren't as strong, I suppose. But um, yeah, that's. So, but now it's.
0: I think it's now they got a Premier League in women's soccer. Yeah, from a junior perspective, uh, we'll, we'll sort of go back again. But from a very, uh, I think even as a teenager. That's when you first started junior coaching, wasn't it? Yep, yep. So, when I was sixteen. So was that just a, a sort of interest that you had that you going, Yeah, I don't mind teaching junior kids. Or uh, it was just someone someone put it on you? Or no, I just loved I just loved it. So
1: I've, I've even kept the scrap of the first. Time. Ross is
0: showing me pictures here of of different junior teams that he's coached and. Nineteen sixty-three. That's me,
1: that's my first year under eight Bs. and then I've kept in them days. I went for about till they were 14s. Yep, and I've kept best and fairest and goals and what they did, what they achieved all through the year. So that, that's that, that's that's one lot I
0: did, you know. And what's uh, what what's the sort of joy that you get out of coaching junior footballs? <sighs> oh, I loved it. I loved because
1: I, I, now I've got my, my two grandkids. Yep, I've, I've coached them and uh, Tarawana, but now I've got them both, they're playing for the Wolves. Oh, wow. So uh, I, go, I go and see them all the time now. And that's, uh, no, it's good. They're, they're, they're pretty good players too, under-11s and
0: under-8s. As a as a football person, you've worn many hats or had various positions simultaneously as we're seeing here, yeah. but you're also, and still are, involved at Tarawana Junior Soccer Club. As a smaller junior club... Uh, Uh, It must be testing at times to, you know, numbers, sponsorships, volunteers. So do you still get the same enjoyment out of being part of the junior club? Yeah, well,
1: I think I've I've kind of got it. If I didn't do it, they'd fold. Yeah. You know, I've got a couple of ladies that help me. Dave Nalo is kind of our treasurer from the seniors. The seniors kind of run it, but, uh, you know, there's only probably one or two people that come watch everything again. But but, uh, we, we had five teams, and it's hard. Once you get up to tens... It's hard because uh, people kind—they soon kind of leave. Yeah, you know, because balgiani has got a thousand kids, you know. Yeah. But at, at the moment, I'm working on getting a Valgiani team over there to play for. I won't mention names, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, um, and and just kind of build up, and then and so if I can try and build it up a little bit, and then say you get the twelves or thirteens, I can play them in front of the seniors because yeah, over the school it's not crash up because of the houses. The yeah, right. go
0: there, never get back. And that, so uh, yeah, so that's that's the plan. I'll just see what happens anyway. So and, I like it. And now, in uh, in the last say ten, twenty years, when you're you're helping out at the juniors and you're at Tarawana Public School at the grounds where the juniors play, do you sort of sort of uh, sometimes have a moment and sort of get a memory in your mind of a of a senior game that when when the club reformed in the late sixties there? Oh yeah, all the time because <laughs> all uh, well, that that Tarawana
1: School is. Um, uh, 56 when it opened, that, I, I, I was there, yeah. in kindergarten. I think it's 47. Yeah, 56. 56 I was trying to get my age. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and that was my first year at, at the school. And I was, I was, I was, I was when me, all my grandkids went there, I was on the PNC committee, I was yeah. president, and that for a while. So, um, you're just staying good at the school, you know, it's good.
0: I know there's been probably, you know, 50 to 100 committee people that have helped over the years, but can you, without sort of leaving anyone out, I know it might be difficult, but can you talk through a, a couple other committee people at Tarawana and, 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 and what, you know, the friendship that you had with them or, or, or what they've done for the club? Because, like I said, you amongst many other people restarted the club, but since then it's gone from strength to strength and, and is one of the, you know, I guess the most friendliest clubs. Yeah. But, you know, still highly competitive. Yeah, well, you've got
1: to go back to go the old days. In the old days, there's, like, the Hudsons. Yep. The Hudsons, they got the, the croppers. Yeah. Um, My mate, Dave Poole. Yeah. You know, people like that. And then uh, and the, the bull, Kenny Landrigan, you know. So, so then you go from there, then you come up to the Tomlinson's. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Johnny Broodnows, they, they, uh, they used to live just down here and had a, had a business. Yeah. And uh, him, him and his wife, they were... Um, they help you involved in the juniors type of thing, and then 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 you come along uh, with the sooner like the Dave, Dave Naylor's, Stephen Naylor, Stephen was the president there for years. Yeah. Uh, now Mickey Danty is now he's he's doing his job now type of thing. Um, Billy the Billy Glancy's. He, he was my life member this yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. It was fantastic. He's my life member. All the work he does, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, so you you, you can go all, all different. All, like the Bill Harleys, when Bill Harleys helped helped out, you know, type yeah. of thing. Mc uh, Mc Mc Grant, you know, type of thing. There's another person. Um,
0: Phil Porter as well. Oh, the egg and, oh, and, and Jimmy course. Jimmy Glancy.
1: And Jimmy Glancy, yeah. Jimmy Glancy. Phil Porter. Yeah. So there's um, that, that's one thing. Tarawana's got is a pretty good committee. Yep. You know, so that uh, that kind of helps out. You know, that everyone gets in and does a bit of does a bit of work and all that type of thing. You know, so so uh, hope I hope I've left no one out, but I'll probably uh, uh,
0: There's always people that you leave out, but. Uh, just trying to get a sort of since '67, there's been a lot of great people involved with in the club, and it is a it is a great club with you know a fantastic ground and yeah. and uh, you know uh, you know I miss playing there to be honest. Uh it Was always. Did a, you played for us? Didn't you? Uh, no, I think my brother your, did. Your brother did a year or two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's wonderful. So winding up here, Ross. Uh, uh, you're still involved with the club you still get enjoyment out of it um do you do you see a point in time where you give it up or you're going to keep going until you just
1: don't i'll never give it up yep i'll never give it up Uh, that's just but see at the same time it gives me like i don't do i don't i I do work a little bit for my daughter from first marriage on a bit of cleaning but that's not much so my wife works at meals and wheels yep on uh, tuesday wednesday and half friday so them days i need stuff I, you need stuff to do you know yeah. so um, and i got a mate called cass he's a, he's another person he, he lives a bullock he comes and helps me mow the ground and all that type of thing so you know stuff like that so that um that just helps me keep going you know
0: and although uh as a society uh there's a lot more sort of things that are asked of sporting clubs and whether it be from the district or the government, do you still enjoy being on the committee and, and seeing the team play and being involved?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because when yeah. I go to the meetings, I have a list of all the stuff and they all have a go at me. So He's <laughs> a pain in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> but all me coaching over the years, you know, like, um, I help Mark, if you see the pictures out there, Mark Sweeney, yeah. help him coaching. him. seems like that, you know, so... And then when we had the 16s, we won the grand final. The 16s, a um, couple of them kids, you know, I was trying to get chariwana. One was real good, but we have not really got any of them. Half and give it away. I don't understand it. They, seem to, they just seem to give it away. You know, like I played till I was 36, you know. Yeah, I played till I was 41. Well, you're still playing, aren't you? No, <laughs>
0: that's no. my brother. He's, he's a machine. Oh, OK. Uh, and friendships as well. Uh, clearly... Oh, yeah, They've being yeah, important yeah. and a, and a big part of, you know, people have friendships with you, and then you have yeah. friendships with others, not just at Tarawana. So, has that been a real joy and, and sort of thrill to meet people and yeah. and, and well, like have little, people little as Phil, mates? Phil
1: Porter, like you know, I've got a, he, he has a great mate of mine, type thing, and I used to try and go and look after him, you know. And I just lost another bloke today, David King.
0: Yeah.
1: I lost him Two too. And that's so uh, we are gonna do his ashes out of the ground type of thing. So uh Yeah, so you know, we're we're all getting all getting older I suppose, aren't we? You know, that's that's what that's what happens when you get old. I'm seventy six <laughs> now. And that's uh yeah, no, so anyway, keep going, that's all you can do. Well enjoy it.
0: Ross, I, I sincerely appreciate um you letting me into your house. Um and before this interview going through um the many decades where you've done stuff for Tarawana, about Ghani, the women's game, Fern Hill, junior football. Um, I really appreciate it and, and thank you and, and, yeah, and right. thanks for being just, on the podcast. I mentioned
1: one thing with, when it, with the women's game. What, I, when I was at Fern Hill, yeah. we, we took them over to uh, Fiji. Oh, wow. Fiji, we played, we played over there <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and drank carver. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Yeah, so that's just a little thing.
0: Well, like no. I said, uh, sincerely appreciate um, and respect you uh, letting me into your house and, and doing this work before and, and after. And, and, and thank you very much for, for letting us uh, record your memories and being on the podcast, Ross. appreciate it.
1: No, I appreciate it, mate. It's, uh, you've, done a, I, I you've done a great job, man. I don't know where all this information... You've got more than I can get.
0: <laughs> well, thanks, mate.
1: Appreciate You're it. You're on the son. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to episode 79. It is sincerely valued. Once again, thanks to Ross for doing the interview. I'm your host, Travis. Goodbye for now.